What is up, Clitorati? Welcome back to the Pleasure Positive Podcast. These episodes are some of our favorites because we all get to hang out and answer questions from you guys. Based on our free audio training, The Ultimate No BS Guide to Self-Pleasure and Sexual Intimacy. And you can sign up at clittalkshow.com backslash guide to access all of our amazing and best tips and tricks from how many episodes now? Like almost 200 like 5, episodes. Um, six like thousand nine hundred, like five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred dicks in orgies. Oh, <laughs> I wonder if wait, 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 Sex. Let's talk about blowjobs and anal sex. <laughs> that's the new. That's the new. Of the <laughs> oh, that one would be. We're that would be so that. easy to redo that song. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so when you go through this audio training, you take your self pleasure game from zero to a hundred real quick. And blow any partner's mind in bed, quite literally, Mm -hmm. or your own, which is great too. Uh, Mm -hmm. These episode series is every question that we've received from you. And we know that we've emailed you back, but we also wanted to answer live to inspire our entire community listening to this episode because your questions have been so raw and so edgy. Yeah. All right. Because after 525,600 episodes, we know we're two thing or two. We know a thing or two. We've seen we've seen some shit. Okay. So the question for today is this was from a man. Okay. I would love to be more confident with my oral skills, proper techniques, and better understanding of her body language. Can we just know everyone is different, but dot dot dot. Wait, before we get into this question, I I have to make a confession. (laughs) So (laughs) <laughs> legit. <laughs> so there might be an opportunity for me to go legit. down on a girl soon. And I was talking to Madison and I was like, ooh, I really feel like I forgot how to eat pussy. <laughs> 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 you need to teach me. Yeah. I need to go to a one-on-one class. But that's not totally true because I like to have my pussy. I know what I like, but... It's. Di- I feel like it's different with a girl. I just remember if you have long fingernails, you put a cotton ball on top of them and like a rubber condom so you don't, you know, puncture the woman. I don't have long fingernails, but I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I have very long fingernails. They're like little cat claws. So I just don't even... I find myself when I'm like to have the opportunity to have oral sex, I don't have any cotton swabs or latex gloves. So I just steer clear of like... Bringing, putting my fingers inside of them. It's just sort of a sacrifice mm. that I make. However, male asking this question, love you so much. Like, can you applaud any yeah. man in the world, any person in the world that likes uh, female body people who wants to give more better pleasure to that person? Like, yeah. clap, clap yourself. Clap for well, Give yourself a freaking round of applause. And if we clap, look at the wording of his question, because, he said her. So he's asking for a specific partner, which is also like, like, first of all, kudos to so you. Sweet. Thank you for oh sending God. in this question. Right. I love that. That's my favorite part about this question. It's just like the care yeah. you have for your lover. And I would feel like that is like the first step is like having the willingness to 
discover your partner's body. Every person is different as a... <laughs> I don't even know how to call myself these days. Uh, as, as a queer woman who's given a lot of women cunnilingus, every fucking woman is different. So having the education about the five types of clits is a game changer because that information alone gives you a little insight on how to approach their pussy. Like I know if I'm going down on a woman who has a smaller clit or a clit that's unhooded, I'm going to enter slowly, right? And I know that if I'm with a woman that's hooded, I can be a little bit, I can dive in there a little bit quicker and a little like harder from the get-go. So that information alone, game changer. And memorizing uh, what each type of clit likes is very handy information because you could be spontaneously going down on someone where it's not planned. And and really that's the first assessment check after you've stimulated their clitoris enough to know the clit size. You could be like, oh, medium, hooded. I know what to do with this. Uh, however, and by, and I would by the say way, always there's a full episode of that. Per- it's episode 109. <laughs> Five yeah, types of clits and what the clits do is episode 109. We go into detail about all the different types and what specifically to do for each clit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that knowledge is is such a game changer, especially when you're spontaneously going down on someone you don't know what clit they have. However, for this person, it sounds like it's a lover. It sounds like it's someone that they've been with and they care for and they've been sleeping with consistently and they want to take it to the next level. And so listening to your partner's body is your guide listening to the way they're breathing, if they're not making natural erotic sounds, whether it's with their breath or or vocal, like there's moaning, it's a pretty good indication it's not doing it for them. <laughs> and we, 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 I mean, that doesn't count for if someone's faking it, right? Like, but you can also, you can distinguish when someone's generating noise from their, mm. from, from their body versus authentically making sound. Mm. Right, where you can tell when it's performative versus like really this is just like a bodily response. So allow that person's breath and voice to be your guide. If they're like breathing deeply and moaning, that's a good indication you're on the right track. Now, if we want to get into actually like how to fucking lick the best pussy of your life, there's some fucking things you should Wait, never hold on. Do, before before okay? we get into like specific <laughs> techniques, there are a couple of like things that are, I would say, are very general for everyone before you even get to that point, right? So like when you're starting off, it takes the average woman or vulva owner 20 minutes to get turned on. So if you're, any of these techniques are not going to work unless this woman is engorged and turned on. How do you turn on a woman? Well, there's lots of different ways depending on their erotic blueprint, depending on what they like. But I would say some safe bets are Kissing, touching, touching them all over their body, taking your time. Like, don't go straight for the mm-hmm. pussy. Like, give it, give, like, like yeah. tease them. You know, one of, one of the techniques I love that can be really powerful is, this was actually from a TED Talk. You know, you have the, the, the man is fully clothed, the woman is spread eagle, and the man slightly strokes her clitoris. No heavier than you would stroke an eyebrow for 15 minutes without even like the pressure of sex. That will get a woman turned on every time, Mm. right? So if you can think about it like that, Mm. think about it as like the pussy eating is the main course. You start with the appetizer, start with the kissing, start with the lightly stroking. Allow this woman to be engorged. You do that. Every other technique, like no technique in the world is going to work unless she's turned on. 
right? And let her tell yeah, you definitely. when she's turned on or let the, sorry, the vulva owner, whatever gender they associate with, let the vulva owner tell you when they're turned on, right? Have that line of communication yeah. and safety. Mm-hmm. That vulva owner is going to immediately feel better about what's about to go down. <laughs> yeah. And there's no, so and many to- benefits. Sorry. There's so many benefits to to cunnilingus. Like it's really a gift of vulnerable creativity between two people. It's Mm -hmm. an energy source. It's a stress reliever. And it's one of the greatest forms of intimacy. And um, there's other two other great things about it because it's less transactional Mm -hmm. than penetrative sex, which I think is super hot and um, generous for um, partners. And then I didn't know this. I found this out recently cunnilingus has a role in fertility to decrease miscarriage. Like there's a correlation between decreasing miscarriage and Ryan, did you hear that? (laughs) Because it decreased decreased the infection in one of my classes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when going from foreplay, like kissing, touching, body worship, to cunnilingus, a really nice transition as you go down to that region once there's consent to start performing cunnilingus. Squeezing the inner thighs, just a gentle squeeze of the inner thighs and actually going up from the knee of the inner thigh all the way up to the bikini line can activate and source what you're about to create for in her body. And then really stroking like you can play with bringing your tongue in without without going like into the vulva fully you can like lick the sides of the bikini line and start to then make these like lines with your tongue going from like the bikini line all the way toward in in the outer labia then to the inner labia and then finally yeah to the clitoris at that it could be licks or or something that i really like too is kisses some people like kisses, like licks or kisses. Kiss. Yeah, like this, like just of like, gentle kiss. Like I like, I like someone to like, gently kiss up my thighs and kiss around that whole. I like, like exactly what you described, but just with kisses for somebody who likes it, like a bit more gentle. Like I would say, an experiment, see what they like. You know, definitely, yes. Play with and, squeezing, and kissing, or licking. Maybe even a little mm-hmm. nibbling, yeah. if they're into yep. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, like your little like inner thigh yeah, nibble, totally. Hmm. Um, and then what I would say is, uh, like, once you uh, have committed to the clitoris and licking the clitoris, <clears throat> consistency is everything. If you all of a sudden, I mean, every vulva owner listening to this episode right now knows what it's like when you're like, about and they change to positions. You're like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? No, what, in what no. world did you the think word. that that was okay? You're like, right? I'm coming. They're like, cool. Let me so, let me amp it up. No. Let me change it. Let, let me just do, fucking blindside you. No, if I tell trick. you I'm coming, right. do exactly Don't what you're do doing. Don't change anything. Stay stay steady on. <laughs> steady on. That's like the best yeah. tip. So. That's like a I mean, serious good, tip. Like, that's like a sense. This is a serious... This is like, you want to make her come from cunnilingus? This is the only fucking <laughs> yeah. thing you need to know is once you fucking find that doing what's ex- working for her, exactly do not change what you're, what doing. you're doing. Just do exactly the same thing. Like literally, and I sometimes will like say this like in sex because I, I experience, right? Like we've, we've all been there. And just what I say is 
do exactly what you're doing. So as the Volvo owner, if you can support your partner, don't change a thing, keep doing exactly what you're doing. That verbal cue to remind them before they change what they're doing. That can be really Mine is more direct. I say, don't stop. (laughs) Keep, don't move. Keep doing what you're doing. Nice. Nice. Lick that pussy until she comes. <laughs> Squirting, <laughs> streaming through the room. Yeah. We're getting lots of clips in this one, Madison. <laughs> I know. <sighs> yes, May you then. have the most incredible time going down on your next vulva. I mean, I feel like we've set you yeah. up so powerfully. Really Basically, shits, let's recap. Really let's just it. like recap. Shit tons of foreplay. Takes 21 minutes for on a woman to get turned on. Tease the fuck out of her before you actually go down on her. And then mm-hmm. once, listen to her body, her vocal cues and breathing is your guide. And then once you found it and she's about to come don't stop what you're yeah. doing. And I would, add, I would add two things to like, don't forget about your fingers. For me personally, I can't come unless there's like a finger inserted in me. That's my, that might be my clit type. So, so listen to the five tip, different types of clit episodes, episode one or nine. We go into really specific detail about the different types of clits, how to identify them and exactly what they want. Um, but don't forget about your fingers and don't forget about lube. Don't make her... Don't forget yeah, about don't lubrication. Forget about lube. And don't forget about don't forget about ass play is also super hot in cunnilingus. If you're into Sometimes that. Sometimes it's the only like literally yep. what the, the shocker. shocker to the pink one in the stink. Like the uh, uh, another confession, true story. Mm-hmm. The other day, the only thing that could make me come was him sticking a finger up there. And it it, it instantly <laughs> made me so girl, so so anyone listening yeah. on the receiving end of cunnilingus, don't be afraid to ask for what you want. If you want to finger up your butt, ask for it because it's what I needed the other day. I needed him to call me the dirty slut that I was, take a finger on my butt, and I came in 30 seconds. Nothing else was working. Boom. Yeah. It's like double penetration and someone licking your Ooh, clit I mean, is the best. Honestly, oral sex makes me come the <sighs> hardest of anything when it's done correctly. Yeah. And if they don't want to use a finger, you can also use a butt plug. Sometimes that's another fun thing to do. Just stick a little butt plug up there while they're going down on you. That works wonders too. Mm-hmm. Because it makes it, yeah, it, it really makes it easier the for them to get to that G spot. So if you or your partner are into a little that's bit of butt true. plug action, it can really amplify the whole experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but this suddenly made me think of this one lover I had who would make me squirt from cunnilingus and like wouldn't lift his face off of my clitoris when I was squirting and he would just swallow it. Whoa. That was like, that to me was like the ultimate pro. I was like, you've ruined cunnilingus <laughs> for me. <laughs> I don't know if I should say thank you or fuck you. It's like a combination of both. So sometimes I'm with my husband and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to squirt, swallow my squirt. And he's like, no. I don't I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. I'm pretend you did it, but it's fine. You don't have to swallow it, but I'm pretending you well, swallowed that's, it. Yeah. But that is, I don't know. To me, that's so intimate. If like I'm coming and I'm squirting from oral sex and you are willing to swallow that, that is to me one of the most intimate. That's like, that's like we go deep. Like we, is that, we some, deep. Is that somebody like, I know mm-hmm. that did yeah. that for you? 
Okay. Yeah, actually. I just had to think about it. I'm like, do you know this person? Yeah, you know this person. Yeah, t- tell me offline. <laughs> I'm like, who is this? Who is this? <laughs> who is this? <laughs> or a wizard? <laughs> I will that tell you. you speak of. <laughs> right when we, right when we. I know. All right. So I hope, I hope that helps. Um, We didn't go into a lot of detail about the specific stimulation because that's in a whole other episode for you. But this, I think this episode really laid the groundwork. And honestly, you know, the, the reasons why we have these conversations is because we really believe that great sex and clear, clear communication are skills that anyone can improve on. It isn't something that you, that just happens for people. And it is something that takes time, practice and intention to improve, which is why we're having these conversations. So whether it's being more present in the moment and communicating openly or being unashamed to explore new parts of yourself and spice things up, like sticking an anal plug in there while you're going down on someone, or even how to bring Mm -hmm. your, your partner's body or your own bodies into more pleasure. These are all skills that we can learn. Wouldn't you agree, Clitorati? I agree. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you want access to more conversations like this and to be in our inner circle, you can sign up for our free guide that we talked about, which has all of these best tips and it's ever growing at clittalkshow.com backslash guide. And when you sign up, you are going to have access to a super top secret email where you can write us directly with any questions that you have. And we're going to respond to you directly as well as answer some of our favorites on air that we think will make a difference for the whole community. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, just go to clittalkshow.com backslash guide and be a part of our inner clitorati circle. (laughs) Uh, We hope this episode made a difference for you. Happy Conalingus. We hope that you are giving and receiving in a way that brings you joy. And with that, Clitorati, we are going to see you next Tuesday. Bye bye. Bye bye. If you liked this and are curious about our Clit Talk curriculum, we have a wait list for our upcoming free workshops and our Sex and Empowerment Signature Masterclass in 2022. Nothing like starting the new year guided by pleasure. Sign up for the wait list to come tap into your pussy sanctuary with Katie, myself, Sugar, and Lindsay at www.clittalkshow.com backslash waitlist. That's clittalkshow.com backslash waitlist.